Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's because of the technical difficulties that you sound like that, or if you just put on a stupid voice. I know Boris is self isolating at home, but I didn't know he joined us. Is Boris a West Ham fan? Probably. Gave us a stadium, didn't he? Oh, I'm still actually, would a West Ham fan do that? I knew I did Podcast. It's season... Nine silly season. Episode 30, 36. Rubber rappy. Rappy do. Um <laughs> good evening, one and all. Good morning or good afternoon. We have uh George. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, George. Where are you and what are you doing this fine evening? I'm attempting to record a podcast with you. Yeah, take two. Uh Johnny Johnny, where are you and what are you doing this fettle fine evening? I'm fettle fine. I'm, I'm in fettle fine form. Thank you. I'm in the, I'm listening and recording a podcast with you, Sean, in my loft. Nigel, Nigel, uh, where are you out and about? Where are you and what are you yeah, doing? Crack on. We've done this. Come on. Fucking, I'm in my shed. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, um, we're back recording our podcast again. We've had a few technical issues, and, and, and now I've got to work out what I've done with my running order because I've, I've left it somewhere. Um, it's a piece of paper somewhere. So um, let me just start with, I remember the first bit of the running order, which is Karen Brady, friend of the podcast, um, talked about uh, eight the players in self-isolation. Um, did you, did you, any of you read that? Yes. Mm. I heard about it. Yeah, I heard about I, it. I I on it. So I Nigel, it's, do you think it's her? Did any, do you, did any of the websites cover it? Did they? Yeah, they did. Did they? Oh. I covered it. Do you think oh, that's the place to cover confidential information, personal information like that? Nope. Do you want me to tell you the not. real truth of what's going on? She's just being her normal self, isn't she? She's yeah. just trying so, to find stuff to put in her column, isn't she? My you know, understanding. Podcast. My <laughs> yeah. understanding. I'm struggling already. Close to, <laughs> already like close to the club. <laughs> tell me that oh, no yeah. one has got serious uh, symptoms and that mostly it's their children that have got coughs or colds and they're self-isolating most of them are self-isolating because their family has an illness rather than the player themselves. Is it irresponsible for her to run the column in the first place? Well, we all think that anyway, don't we? Aside from uh, saying that eight people and then it's almost as if she's trying to use it to twist it round to getting the league abandoned. Oh, look, we've got eight players out, banned in the league, you know, before the Premier League meet again. That's what it smacks of to me. You know, like websites running stories and polls, should we abandon the league? And then pushing that as a manner to uh, get the league abandoned. I mean, I don't know why these people sink so low, Sean. <laughs> look, got to feel that Gary Hughes is ten, ten stories a day. It's not easy in the current climate. There has been no football for twenty-one days. Did you know that? Twenty-one days. Was it twenty-two now? Yeah. 
You well, try running yeah. a West Ham news website <laughs> 10 stories a day when there hasn't been any football for 21 days and no transfer well, market. Well, the even. answer there is don't do 10 stories a day. Yeah. That's the that's the thing, isn't it? You're you're flogging a well, dead well, horse. I don't know. People are still reading it, uh, and we, we we see we're doing we're sort of key workers providing distraction for the COVID nineteen outbreak, so West Ham fans can sort of distract themselves just for a moment. But you're not distracting them from COVID nineteen if you're running stories about scrapping the league because of COVID nineteen. Well, look, <laughs> that if you're not distracting from it, that's you're part of the problem. Have you not provided two quizzes for us during this time of need for, for distraction? Oh, well, that is a distraction, isn't it? Even the quiz we've done last week on here that I've been complimented on by a few people thinking so good that I stuck it to you. Um, but, uh, but yes, that is a distraction. Um, if you bang on about cancelling the league, that ain't a distraction, is it? Well, we only, we only get told what we heard, you know, either in the media or through sources, etc., there's only so many times you can watch March Noble's uh, testimonial or or the replay of West Ham versus Man United last game of the bowling did, ground. Did, Sean, did you just call him March Noble? Mark Noble. It must have been the uh, the line. What? 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 <laughs> I can't hear you, Sean. You can't hear me. Uh, I, I did no, call him Mark really. Noble. No, anyway, okay. let's move on. Right, you may it. We may be in the middle of a crisis, but do you know what? I'll tell you a little bit of a story. The Premier League pay out three billion pounds of wages every single year, and if you divide that by fifty-two, you get about fifty-eight million pound a week every single week. Um, Premier League clubs are paying out fifty-eight million pounds. West Ham's about two point six, two point seven million. Obviously, a lot of clubs, I think Man United pay £332 million a year. Obviously, a lot bigger than our £136 million. But it, it's got to stop somewhere. And I'm sure you've read in the news, Juventus have given up all their pay for <laughs> for three like months. George. I don't Good know boy. why you're laughing. Good I don't know boy, why George. you're laughing. Good boy. Yeah, go on. <laughs> it's got to come to a time, hasn't it? Where Premier League players give up all of some of their wages while they're not playing. Twenty percent. Nigel, off air, you were saying this. This was right. This was the only thing to do. Yeah, I think the Premier League players need to. Uh, I would give them the free grand a, a, a month that the, the government um, are paying out maximum to the rank and file of the country, so to speak. And that's what you get. You get the same as everybody else. Why? Why are they different? Why? What makes them different? Yeah, they're different. You can't make players redundant. They've got special contracts. You can't make them redundant. You can't lay them off. You've got to pay their contract. They've got to cast iron contracts. So, this so. is the funny thing: is where it becomes where you know you get people that spout, and you do that often. Our football's a business. Football's a business, but it don't yeah. live in the business world. It wants to be looked at as a business, but then wants to be treated as a special case. Oh, 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 we can't do that, I'm afraid, sir. You can't do that. Why? Because they want to protect the transfers and the market and everything else that's sprung around it. Basically, what they need to do is treat it like a business. Someone signs up. You only have a player for a year, and then they're free to move wherever they want to go. Mm. Cool, that sounds John, like chaos. Well, sure. What's your view? Should should the uh, should the Premier League players be giving up their wages while this while the suspension's on? Well, essentially, the government are offering us eighty percent in one way or the other of what you earn up to a certain amount. Two thousand five hundred so, pounds a month. You think yeah, we should so furlough? <laughs> we should furlough football players. Yeah, I think and give so. them the two thousand five hundred. I, I don't. I, I don't understand. I mean, like you say, they've got special contracts or whatever. But this is this is exceptional times. This is like the the government have announced a state of emergency. The government have basically declared yeah. this at war as such. So we are surely war, yeah. that that does that not supersede anything like that? Surely you would yeah. think you would think so, and you know, yeah. but you know, like it's, you've like you've said, like you've. 
sort of put out there that Juventus have done what they're doing. I know in Germany other teams are doing different Germany things. Germany have done it, yeah. Either given up percentage Some of the or clubs not. have done it. Yeah, it's so, got to come, hasn't it, in the Premier League? It, it will be obscene for them just to carry on. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, They've got to do something, yeah. but will they? George, I think the government, have you heard about the government Alex should come in. No? Have, have you not heard? He's been sacked. Alex? Alex, former Hammer Alex Song has been sacked from Sion. Is it Sion? FC Sion? The Swiss club? In Switzerland, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was terminated because he refused to take a pay cut. Um, apparently, he got all the information from WhatsApp and he's claiming constructive dismissal and is taking his, his case to FIFA. You think FIFA is going to give a toss? George? Probably not. Is he right to defend his rights? He say, <laughs> well, I've got a contract. <laughs> Lawyer um, George. What? Sorry, I didn't. I, heard, I missed that bit. Is, is, is he right to defend his rights of his contract or is he barking up the wrong tree? Um, well, he probably, he probably thinks he's right, but I, I don't know. What, why does he have any different rights to anyone else? Because they're special, apparently. Yeah, exactly. So, well, what's going on in Switzerland? Nothing really happens in Switzerland. Have they got it in Switzerland? Is it is it across yeah, the think, border? I think they've got it quite bad in Switzerland. Oh, don't. Yeah. Well, talking about have you it? seen have you seen Belarus? I don't know if you saw the story, but Belarus Premier League is carrying on playing. There was a picture of it yesterday. They're all topless. One person with a mask, but they're all topless. They're all social mixing at the football games. The president of Belarus, which is nine and a half million, has said he's not locking down. He's not stopping football. He played a game of ice hockey and said that the coronavirus could be cured by drinking vodka, rubbing your hands with vodka, taking uh, saunas and driving tractors. Do you think he's got a point and we're going around it in the wrong way in the UK? It, 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 there's a bit of truth to it, in a way. <laughs> or the saunas. No, I think or the, the saunas and the vodka, because basically what they're saying is, well, what what they say is drink hot drinks or, you know, like alcohol, uh, wash alcohol wipes, isn't it? So perhaps he's getting a bit confused, wiping his throat with vodka, you know. And because that flushes the virus, which is in your throat, down into your stomach, and the stomach acid does kill the virus. But I don't think well, that. I think that's not. I think that's been disproven. All that, Nigel. I think that was all out there quite early on. I think. I think they put that as fake news. All that. Oh, so I've got to stop drinking tea every fifteen minutes. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get on the vodka. Oh, all right, get on the vodka. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's all about the vodka. So, moving on, uh, in, in the news today, uh, The Sun came out with a story. I know you all like to read The Sun about uh, the London Stadium may, but we may have to play West Ham games um, in athletics mode um, behind the running track. I'm going to come to you, Nigel, because I know you're going to go, we always play behind the running track anyway. Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, you, you I mean, you're... Oh, your seats at the front weren't were actually on the running track. I'm guessing the seats at the back are probably behind the running track or on the lane eight. You push it back. You're only going back thirty feet, aren't you? What you going back thirty feet, forty feet? You're still going to be in front of me, aren't you? I don't know what you're moaning for. Well, it, it, it's a bit of a non-story because the club came out and I spoke to the club this afternoon. The only problem with this story, and and you know. Andy, myself and Andy Dillon don't get on that well anyway from the Sun, is it's bollocks <laughs> because the contract doesn't say that. It says West Ham have priority and if but, they need to have it in football mode, they will. And let, let me just say is, yeah, but what oh. I'd say to that, the thing is, is would it be not good for West Ham to, to allow that the, the, the stadium be put in athletic mode but keep the football pitch, yeah, to allow both to go on in the stadium. Would it be not be good PR for West Ham instead of throwing their toys out the pram? Because at the end of the day, it only affects 19,000 people out of the so-called 60,000 that attend. So it only harms the minority, not the majority. 
All right, let me ask a question to George, bring George in. George, do you think Major League Baseball will be played this summer in the London Stadium? Oh, who knows? No, no, just answer the question. Well, no, but but we're kind of doing what I hate at the minute, which is just speculating for the sake of it. But but it's supposed to be played in June. The the, the chances are because they're not going to allow the travel to take place. There'll there'll be still travel restrictions and whatever. Are they really going to fly everybody? I've just had I've just had my refund through today for my American trip um, that was scheduled to take place in May. <clears throat> yeah, well, so, I was supposed. Oh, you've got it before me because I was supposed to go at Easter to uh, Atlanta, and uh, my flight yeah. had been cancelled. Well, Amer- I was flying with American Airlines; they've cancelled my trip, so that's an indication that they're not they're not expecting any flights to leave or enter the US in no. May. So, yeah, if it's so June, it's... then probably not. There's an right. educated John, guess. John, second question: yes. Do you think Green Day will play their music concert in June? Music concert. This music concert, Green Day, such a lovely band. <laughs> what is this band? Green, I do know green what a day. Who is this band? They sound they rather delightful. <laughs> I would find it very hard to see that anything's going to happen much before August, September time, I think. Yeah, I agree with you. Nigel, do you think... Uh, the athletic with with the news that the Tokyo Olympics have been cancelled. Do you think the athletics meeting will go ahead in July in the London Stadium? Uh, 50-50. Really? Yeah, really. You're kidding yourself. I know you love that place, but you're kidding yourself. No, no. I'm, I'm honestly July. I mean, what's July? Four or five months. This is such a fast moving. It's um, a shit. It's a shit thing at best of times. I just don't see people going to prioritise going to, said, a, to an could, athletics. You could athletics and football, not at the same time. Even though it might put a bit more entertainment on, isn't it? You know, you could run the Diamond League. Go <laughs> what to they run around while they're playing a double meeting <laughs> while we're sitting Excellent. watching the football. It might give us something to watch. I mean, it'll make the javelin fun, won't it? <laughs> Antonio, go long. How long? Go longer. Quick, she's throwing it. Fat my Whitbread, 70-odd metres. Uh, my my you know, belief is none of those three events will take place. It's a non-story. The stadium owners will save six million quid by not moving the seats what do you think they're gonna do nigel well if they push it back and leave it back that saves them six million quid what for the whole of next season well, as well it saves them six million quid after all it's an athletic no well, no 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 it costs them three million quid to push it back so why not just leave it where it is well because then they could have other sports use it instead of just football because it's well, a there's no other stadium. sports. Guess what? There's a crisis going on, Nigel. You there's a pandemic. Did you not September? read about it in oh, the papers? Yep. You can have athletics in September. Oh, I don't think you can do that. Yeah, it's, it's, you could it's, if you set it up as an athletic stadium with a football pitch in the middle. I think even if we did resume in the London Stadium, and we're going to talk about the possibility of playing in the Midlands later, that it would be behind closed doors anyway. So it's irrelevant whether there's a running track or not because it would be on TV. Well, what, you know what I'd say to that? What? Play at Rush Green then. Well, you could do, couldn't you? Well, there you go. Sussed it, isn't it? Done. <laughs> Rush <beyond>. Green. <laughs> Premier League, but there you go. We've solved it. Solved it. Next. Is there not a rule about having two venues as a home ground, or will they write that one off, given these exceptional circumstances? Wembley and White Hart Lane last season. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, they're also apparently going to um, change the law so you can broadcast uh, Premier Every League game. matches on a Saturday. Will that be the end? Will that be the end of uh, the broadcast restrictions as we know it? Coming via coronavirus. I'd hope so. Um, I do think. I think every major sporting league around the world allows you to buy like a team pass to yeah. follow your team, no matter what time of day or the week they're playing. So I think the Premier League is already a little bit behind on that, and I guess that's because yeah. they're trying to keep it so exclusive for the big yeah. broadcasters. But I think they'll still still do all right out of it. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to. West Ham, and because one of the things I've been trying to find out all week, looking for stories, is what about all the West Ham staff? Are they being paid? Are they being made redundant? 
Are they being laid off? What about the stewards? What about the catering staff? I worry. I stay awake worrying about these things. I bet you. So do. I'm. <laughs> so I managed You're like a scoop, to get, aren't you? That little dog that used to run round the uh, on the pitch from the noon recorder. Do you remember the, the mascot with Herbie Hammer, the little dog, news hound? No, no news hound. <laughs> Hammer's news hound. <laughs> yeah, I remember now. So I managed to talk to the stadium owners this morning. Uh, they're all working from home. I asked them, what about match day staff? This is an exclusive for the podcast. I've not written this anywhere yet. Um, so I asked them, are they paying the stewards? Are they paying the catering people, etc.? Because you're probably aware that a number of clubs are. So uh, and I haven't got it in front of me, but Arsenal, Man United, Man City, Spurs, who are paying agencies. Uh, Brighton, Burnley, and I could carry on. Um, some over half of the clubs are carrying on paying their casual match day staff as if games were being played. So I asked, uh, obviously, we don't employ them directly. So I asked London Stadium where they did. And this is a statement they gave me this morning. Unlike several football clubs who own their venue, London Stadium does not directly employ any casual match day staff. Contractors provide the stewarding and catering staff and they will make their own arrangements, take into account their obligations and any packages of help from the government. Our suppliers are important partners and we will continue to work with them in the, as this situation develops. So no then. <laughs> no. Is that the right thing? Do you think... Do you think um, their public body, run by the London Mayor or funded by the London Mayor, do you think they should be doing the decent thing like other clubs um, and giving these matchday staff who, who earn London living wage um, some of their earnings? It's up to the companies that employ them. So we're talking Delaware North, yes. and I'm trying to remember the uh, Expedia or something, Expedite or whatever is one of the companies – G4S is another one, and I forget the other two that are the uh, student companies. The match day sellers, program sellers, are an agency, and the pretty girls in the lounges are also an agency. Um, So none of them are employed by the club. Are they they the same people every week? They might be different people, different week. It's, It's up to the company that hires them directly, that employs them not you know that supplies them so whoever... isn't that the same for for spurs though and spurs have said they're going to carry on paying their agencies well that's up to them and the agencies isn't it john do you have a view on this not really mate <laughs> do you care do you care about your stewards and match day you caterers i care for every man every working man or woman i care for everybody but I can tell you one thing's for sure: the club ain't going to spend a a penny more than they have to. Well, you should. It, funny you should say that, and that's a great link into my next bit. Segue, because it's a segue. Great segue. Podcast gold. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you they are standing. We, we Karen, really haven't been out for a while. <laughs> Karen Brady is standing by stuff, and I spoke to the club this morning and uh, spoke to them at length of what they're doing. And they, I've, I've just put a, a story up, but they're saying there's 542 people employed part-time or full-time by the club. And the club's saying they're standing by every member of staff that's directly employed. They're being paid their full salaries uh, while the games are postponed. And that includes all the club retail people and all the ticketing staff who, who obviously there's no tickets being sold at the moment. There's an, an, and the club, you know, the, the retail people can't really work because the, the shop's not open. They say all club employees are working from home, are being paid in full. Presently, no West Ham staff have been laid off and made redundant or furloughed at this time. The club say their main priority uh, in these uncharted times is keeping their staff, their families and their supporters safe. And they're working hard to find measures to support business continuity despite the challenges of being unable to play Premier League football for a period of time. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Nigel? It's what you would expect 
That's what I would no, expect. Really? Any employer. I, I, I'm not sure I would expect that from, from what sometimes things are thrown at, at the owners. Well, no. I mean, the direct people in, directly employed by West Ham will, will keep their employment. Well, I know, look, I know, I know people, and I've taken a, a, a pay cut on my paid employment a considerable one i know a number of people that have laid off people i know a number of people have been furloughed you know it's always easy for the people at the top to take a pay cut though isn't it no 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 in my organization everybody took a pay cut oh what um everybody across the board but you Um, lot are still working though and this is what i don't get you lot are still working but demand has gone down, right? Com- compared to the whole economy that, that we were working in, the job market, suddenly the economy has just shrunk overnight. Oh. You know? There's one more thing I want to say about the West Ham thing. They also say, and you can read the rest on Clarence Hugh, but it says, uh, the club are also supporting requests from West Ham employees who wish to join in the hundreds of thousand people volunteering to help the NHS at the present time. All right. So I think we could should congratulate West Ham by not laying off people and supporting their staff in this way. They say a lot of things are said about the owners, but when they do something, I think we should say, well, actually, why, why you're standing by yourself. I don't get this. Why should we congratulate them for doing what's expected? Well, you say what's expected. Look at, look at um, I don't know, Virgin, who, who everybody's taking an eight-week holiday, unpaid holiday, or look at places... Carluccio's, everyone's lost their job and gone bust. There are there are a lot of stories out but there of people already lost their jobs. Gone bust. Well, if you go bust, there is no one to pay you. West Ham. West Ham are paying out two point six, two point seven million pound every week with no income coming in. They're, I'm not saying they go bust, but they are racking up the losses very, very quickly. It would be very easy to cut your losses and lay some people off, or furlough people off, or, well, or do I'll, lots I'll of other a things. Question for you then, which the boys can join then. in, even though. It, indirectly it don't affect them would you forego the rest of your season ticket money if for the good of the club if they don't play the games ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If I was giving it as, let's say, a discount, over the next two years of my season ticket in future years, maybe yes. So you still get it back from the club, just in a different way. I get it back from the club, but in a discount over two years. Yeah. I mean, if my right, season ticket, the other boys, if you still had season tickets, would you would you expect the money back, or would you be happy for the club to write it off and just take it on the chin? I'd like um, it back. I think. Yeah, I, I would. I would like something back. Yeah, I'd, I would. I would accept. I think there's so much, so much greed and money floating around in football that, okay, in the short term, everyone's affected. But I mean, really, this is going to recover this industry. So, yeah, when you talk about Sean, you give the example of Branson and all that. Well, Branson's got a long-standing history of, you know, everyone sort of has him as a personality, but he's. You know, he's sued the NHS. He's done all sorts. Yeah. So well, actually, he, his staff have come out and said it was a voluntary eight-week holiday that we took as a, a, a as the employees and not not forced on us. But right, it still okay. remains the same. Well, you know, I I would look around it from the fact that you know you keep saying that they're losing just under three million pound a week and whatever. Yeah. Well, the general sense of opinion is this is going to go on for three, maybe four months. Well, six so, months if you believe the government yesterday. Well, okay. Let's not believe that though. Well, that let's, be let's you know, let's let's so right, let's say best case scenario, three four months. Yeah. So what's that? It's about twenty million. Well, what's that? Three six. It's twelve. Well, three million pound a week. So that's about uh, thirty. About it's twelve million pounds yeah, a month. Thirty six million pound losses. Yeah. 
That's exactly the, the number I've been told before and I've written before, 36 okay. to 40 million pounds. That's three, million, right. that's, that's three months from now they've already had. On, on top of the 40 million pounds they've already lost this season because they overspent okay. in the Pellegrini project. All right, and, and how much is Sullivan worth? Sullivan is worth, well, interested you to say that. Sullivan is worth, so let's, let's look at the owners, right? And I, I'm, I'm, Sullivan is worth 1.1 billion, but part of his wealth comes from the very thing that he owns, which is West Ham. So let's say the valuation of West Ham is 500 million, right? So 250 million of his wealth comes from West Ham alone, right? Because valuation of 500 million. The rest of his wealth comes from two sources. Forget the porn industry and sex shops and the um, the stud farms, etc. The The real money comes from two things, property and the stock market. Well, he owns a lot of stocks. But the stock market is absolutely tanked. Mm. And, and, and property will as well. Uh, commercial property. I wouldn't be surprised at the end of this if he's not a billionaire by the end of this. Now, I'm sure yeah, he but, will. You'll, and, and, I, and the same with, um, by the way, David Gold. David's gold wealth is mostly from West Ham. He, he, he I forget it, the figure. Is it? 300 million is wealth in some time. Last time. Right, four, but... 400 million. Let's go 400 million. But something like. like I see, I think David Golds, they would take in like Ann Summers, but I think they forget yeah. that he doesn't own all of Ann Summers. No, it's owned by his family, but it's irrelevant. Ann Summers are in tr- were in trouble yeah. before the coronavirus. Yeah. Again, they're paying out that that business. I don't know if it will survive the coronavirus. You know, they, they still rely on two things. Their business relies on party planning where they go out and do the Ann Summers party. There's none of them going on. And their shops, their online, I don't think, is a massive part of it. Yes, they've seen massive sales in penis pasta, but that won't sustain them through this crisis. <laughs> what? <laughs> penis pasta? They, they have pasta in the, in the shapes of penises. And when pasta ran out in the shops, people started buying it up in Nan Summers. True story, bro. True story, bro. that. If Sam served that up to me, I'll tell you. (laughs) But anyway, my understanding is that if money needs to be put in, David Gold would find it difficult. Then we move to Trip Smith. Then we move to Trip. I I would suggest to you, look, we're all in the same boat, Yeah. If yeah. this is if this is three or four months, I might go bankrupt. I may not. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we're all in the same boat here, but I'd rather be in his boat. <laughs> yeah, you know agreed. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So Cause, cause, he, he's, look, he's got down to his last hundred million. Yeah, yeah I, so I, if, he, if he comes right, out yeah. of all this and he's he's had to put in an extra forty million pound into West Ham, but he couldn't do that anyway, really, because of financial fair play. Well, they they will take all that into account. Yeah. It will all be come out in the end. And if it's really hit him, then in then this time next year, he sells the club and makes five hundred million. Do you know what I mean? It's I don't I don't feel sorry for him. I forget why I was answering the question of, of why he's, a, but but I I think that this. This will hit all of them. You know, they've all got property. They've all got stocks. They've all got... They will be hard. As as the football clubs go, if we drag it back to football, uh, Sky TV have got a problem um, because they're now having to, you know, offer their people discounts because they're not fulfilling the sport package that people have purchased. They're allowed to stop it completely. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So there's a lot of people yeah. pulling their money out of, out of Sky Sports because there's no football. And we all know that Sky only got so big off of the back of the football, hence why they kept throwing money at it. They didn't yeah. throw money at it because they wanted to. They threw money at it because they needed to keep it. They were desperate. And and the thing is, Sky Sports have got a problem with money. And that barrels in because they will demand their money back or they will not pay up the last tranche of the Premier League money over if the games are not played. If the games are not played, they will want their money back. So we've got clubs that are still paying players' wages, and it all battles back to what we started talking about. Clubs paying people's wages, but a lot of them, we all know wages are paid not by the fan season ticket money, but by the TV money. 
Sky will have to ask for the money back because they're losing money now and over for fish because people are walking away. Great segue into our next section, Nigel. Go on. So two plans have come up, uh, have emerged in the last 24 hours that you may have heard of. The first one is being leaked that instead of June, we're now looking at the beginning of July. They think that trying to play in June is unlikely. So the plan is in a four to six week period, starting at the 1st of July or the end of June, that they play the remaining games in that six week period. That would involve playing two games a week from the beginning of July, um, obviously through to to uh, August, mid-August, um, possibly behind closed doors. Um, I know you've talked about in the past where three games a week. Do you, do you think that the Premier League footballers could do that after such a long layoff? Could they? Could they? come back, play two games a week, and then start a new season? Is is that doable? Let's start with John. Um, well, this is all dependent on everyone being well and fit as well, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. So there's so many... Well, let's move on. Oh, right, before you answer, let's move on to the second bit, which is the other thing that was in the Independent and John Cross in the, in the mail, uh, Mirror today is saying that players would be quarantined for a month before football started again. So the idea is you take them off to a hotel and you have a hotel quarantine. They train in quarantine without any of their families and they keep in quarantine while they're playing the game. So, it, you know, so that they have sounds a month like in quarantine and then a month playing football. So they'll be month, away from six their weeks. families yeah. and yeah. everything. For the... that, is, that is what has been floated. Yeah, I can and see that. And people are saying profit well. before before health and safety and, and well, the profit before health and safety that sounds like a, a sensible plan to me cricketers do that when they go abroad they'll go away for two three months away for their family you know being away from their family for the money that they're going to be paid and, and at the end of the day you know we people talk about the war they played football during the war jesus christ they were dropping bombs around the docks and west Ham was still running out at the upson park you know, it, it ain't an hardship for them to go out and play a game of football. I don't think it's a hardship to play a game of football, but to be shut away for two months from your family just to play when football. When this is going on, yeah. When all this is going on but around yeah, you. I don't even know bit... what's going to be happening in July. If you look about it, China's starting to release things without banging on about it. China's starting to cut down. In Wuhan, where it started in December, four months later now, they're coming out of it. It started in November, they reckon. So. Well, end of November, yeah, but it, then it exploded, didn't it, in December. It exploded. We're in the yeah, explosion but... stage. So in three, four months' time, we're in July, well, they'll be opening London back up if we follow the China thing. The idea of what we're doing now is actually we won't be following the China thing. That We'll be squashing it and flattening it so it will be less of a problem. I'm not sure about that from the way China dealt with it compared to how we're dealing with it. I, I mean, they were far more draconian. I don't think yeah, and, and, and do you know what? The Chinese and South Korean follow uh, what um, what they're told. I'm not sure the British do that. You can't tell me. Oh, well, if I want to go out for a walk, I'll go out for a walk. Uh, uh, George. Hello, Sean. Voice of reason. What's the question? <laughs> the re the is is Playing it a good idea Premier to quarantine the players for two or three months? Get this blasted season finished? No, well, no, that's just never going to happen. Is Why? Because you you just don't think the players would put yeah, up? Of with course it. not. Well, they're they're going to agree to be locked away from their families for two months. Fuck them! Yeah. Don't yeah. give them no money. That's what I'd say. You can't do Oof. that. You, 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 you don't get anything. Hmm. So, uh, two more things before we go to question time. Um, the Obviously, if we go to the 1st of July, some people's contracts will be finished. Now, there are only three people's contracts that finished. The first one is uh, Carlos Sanchez, who I don't think is going to be missed. The other one is Pablo Zabaleta, whose contract ends. And again, I think we've got Ben Johnson and uh, Jeremy um, and Ryan Fredericks back. Um, the only one that potentially could be harmless is uh, Thomas Suchek, whose loan officially finishes on the 30th of June. But I understand that he 
his parent club and the club are willing to extend that because the rules are at the moment is we've got an obligation to buy if we're in the Premier League next season, but we won't know that until we finish the season. Um, should they, Nigel, I'm going to ask you, uh, what should they do with uh, the players and a lot of other clubs are going to be affected more, players whose contracts finish on the 30th of June? What do you mean? Say that again? <laughs> the, the players' contracts finish the 30th of yeah. June. They're not employed by the club anymore. What, what should they do? Should FIFA get involved and automatically extend it? Should it be voluntary? Well, personally, I think the, the, there's a footballers' union, the PFA and the World Football Players' Union, whatever it was called, FIFA Pro, I think it was called. And they should just have a blanket agreed to either a one-year or a six-month extension of all football contracts. So wow. So you, you... That is so problematic. Yeah, I know. Why? What, Why? Can't what, you do as a pay-as-you-play or, or a, a few weeks? I mean, one well, year would be a there, real problem. There will be I don't players, want Sanchez. Yeah. But there will be players out there whose, contract, whose contracts are out and they're all time pre-contracts to go and play for other clubs and then they've got yeah, to extend for point. six months and might get injured or you know it's, it's so problematic fine finish all contracts that day then all right i'm glad you flip-flopped on that there you go. Done. <laughs> fine. fine right Final bit, a bit of transfer news that you know the, there might be a world crisis and we might be on a war fitting but that doesn't mean there's no transfer rumors um Martin Braithwaite, fifteen million pound from Barcelona. Yes or no, John? I got never heard of him. I don't know. It's Middlesbrough player, George. Yeah, yeah, I love him. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> at home with the Braithwaite, I remember that. Wasn't that a TV show? Sean, <laughs> Sean, Sean, you're just telling us how skint they are. We're not buying anyone at the moment. This transfer. I don't want to buy anyone. Mario, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. The world, the German World Cup winner. What's Goetze. his name? Goetze. He's been Goetze. linked with us. And the uh, flop, is it Karis? The Loris Karis, the, the uh, Liverpool keeper. Oh, yes. what, the one that kept dropping the ball in the back of the goal. Yeah. That one. That one. Yeah. yeah. Why would he get... What, the yeah. bit I don't understand, and I know people are just trying... Got, but why would he come to us when we got Darren Randolph? Why would he come to us with Darren Randolph and... David Martin and Fabianski. He's probably we looked at full, They were the mugs that bought Roberto. So, so <laughs> you know, I can do that just as well. So yeah. they're bound to take a punt on me. Excellent. Well, we've managed to fill 41 minutes of my uh, bollocks. bollocks running order. So it must be time for this. <laughs> Yeah, it's Facebook, Twitter question time. Well, you, the eight listeners, get to ask Nigel questions that he will not answer. All right, COVID-19, <laughs> week two. That's all it is, people. We're here forever. We're still going. So this is Facebook question time, and we'll do our best to make a show out of it. I don't think it's going to be up for an award, this one, to be fair. Uh David Jones, old Ziggy Stardust, says, Evening, I hope everyone's staying safe, including you, Sean. Uh, if the Premiership are looking to ways finish the season, maybe they could look to get a club representative from each club to finish the fixtures with a game of Sabutio. Uh, funny enough, I dug my Sabutio out the other day, I've just got no one to play, or Striker, or possibly something like Twister. Uh, what would be the game of choice other than football to finish the season? Cluedo. Monopoly. Uh, frustration. Oh, I do like frustration. I think Cluedo, I think we could do it for real, couldn't we? You know? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, who killed Brady in the London Stadium <laughs> with you. a football boot? <laughs> <laughs> the club. <laughs> with the club with spikes on. Yeah. Uh, just, just who, we're at that. Who don't killed? Forget. Who killed the club? Oh, yeah. uh, George. George is inviting all comers for his FIFA challenge. Um, he's he's beaten one six one one of our eight listeners. Uh, we have challenged Dave Walker from West Ham Way, um, but 
he's yet to uh, turn up and play you, hasn't he, George? He is, yep. But the the offer's out there for any of our other seven listeners that haven't played George. PS4. Uh, FIFA, FIFA 2000, uh, 2020 PS4. Oh, so PS3's no good. <laughs> no. <laughs> and and what, did, what did you have? FIFA 2014, or was it 2004? 2000, and, and uh, it was the World Cup, wasn't it? What was the um, Brazil World Cup? <laughs> it wasn't even the Russian one. It was, it was <laughs> 14. 2014. And I've got the yeah. 2010 version. Yeah. Great. Great. Hey, what do you want, isn't it? You know, I took England and won the World Cup first go. I didn't realise there was, like, easy settings because I was smashing everyone off the park. But, uh, you know, I, I'd wild away a couple of hours playing that. Maid Marian's popped up, the old wizard of Borderlands. George, yeah? What yeah. do you think Tom Brady will make a Tampa Bay contender? Uh, Well, probably not, because the rest of their team probably isn't up to scratch with the others, but I'm sure he'll help, although he is probably just there for the sum. Um, and the money, mm. so who knows? I mean, Tampa for me is one of them teams like the the um, the Cleveland Browns, who just seem to have been permanently crap. Yeah, exactly. You know, I've never known them to ever be any good um, at all. Uh, John, hello. With lower league football null and void, do you think this is the forerunner for professional leagues? Hmm. Possibly. I would imagine it could well be. Uh, and then he says, Nigel, am I going to buy the new album by The The? Um, Is there a new album by The The? Well, I didn't know, actually. We'll have a look and see what happens, because I don't mind The The. Saw them a couple of years ago in Stepney. Uh, he's a Stratford boy. For, for I've always people. wanted to see him, actually. They're good live. They are good live. Yeah. Uh, Sean, he's got a question for you. Aye. What's your favourite colour? Blue. Right. Dodsy. <laughs> all right, my handsomes. What's it like there up in Cockneyland? He says, see you all struggling to cope with living with each other. <laughs> Whereas we down here, we all live together as one big vacky family, including the sheep. <laughs> I think he must live with Mike Marion now. Anyway. I bet he's got a tractor as well. Oh, I bet he has. Uh, he's got a combine harvester, but he won't let you have the key. Uh, Sean, is it true that Dildo Brothers have done another special and up with a land money at 3% interest to the government? <laughs> Who said that? I don't know where that's Dodsy. coming from. No. I think that's a no. He says... Not... Is, is that a joke? Is that a I joke I think that's a him? joke, yeah. Oh, uh, no. Who no. are the eight players allegedly got coronavirus? I've been uh I've been uh told that it would be unfair to reveal any names of any families uh involved. So basically this could be like eight squad players. I mean it could be like Sanchez could. like you know it could like, it could be Jack Wilshire. Yeah. And it could be it's not, I'm not saying it is. It could be Jack Wilshire some of the youngsters. Sanchez no players would think, no great loss. You know? <laughs> Right, anyway, just me thinking that then. Okay. Uh, Not saying it is, by the way. Why are people so keen to get rid of Yarmolenko? Because he thinks he's one of our better players. Uh, I think it's because he's crap. Do you know what he said yesterday? He he talked to Ukraine TV and he said he didn't discount. He didn't discount. He moved back to uh, Dynamo Kiev because his heart was at Dynamo Kiev. But he was happy to stay at West Ham for now. With the wages. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. the full story is on Clarence Hugh. Oh, good. Oh, you're so desperate. Look, trawling through the Ukrainian newspapers. <laughs> you bet. Yeah. Uh, Nigel, can you brighten us all up? No. Uh, can you have a Newcastle accent, a Scottish accent, and an Irish accent, please? Uh, way I, man. Okay, the new, to be sure, to be sure, we got a top of the morning to you. There you go. Uh, Darren Milan, has that offended enough people there? People, feel free to contact Sean if I have. Uh, Darren Milan says, hello, Dazzler here, gentlemen. It's Dazzler. 
Uh, he's just finished his second week of self-isolation and he's starting his night shift at his local hospital. In relation to isolation, do you think the dildos, brackets, over 70s recommendations, 12 weeks, will be driven to madness and hopefully sell our beloved club? At the end of the day, this could push it, though, couldn't it? If someone was there no. to buy it. No. Oh. No. Who's going to buy a football club in the current crisis? Amazon United. Eight- what? Amage United. Amage United are going to pay yeah, five hundred million pounds. Yeah, I'll send you the link later. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. what they're they're fundraising to buy the club. They're looking into it. Don't laugh. Uh, question to all: Should the West Ham team follow Barcelona's example and decide on a seventy percent pay cut to fund non-footballing staff wages? And let's not forget that this was decided by the playing staff. Well, they're not going to do that. But I think we've already. I think the P. They will uh, agree something yeah. across the whole body. Uh, Sean, any luck to the extended version of the theme tune? No. Well, <laughs> I don't know where it is. George, do you know where the I extended I don't know where it is, to be honest. Um, I'll look I'll it look up. Be um, what series was it that last time? Yeah. What series you know, was it was on? sent to me. It was sent to me by... Um, it was done by one of my staff, wasn't it? Um, what series my... was it used? Oh... Series three or something. Right, we'll know. go to series three, download it, clip it in Garage Band, and reuse it. Job done. Da da. Yeah, but we'll probably talked over it because we always do. All oh, right. Uh, anyway, he says all the best, lads. Stay home, protect the fans, and save our West Ham. Thanks for that, Dazlar. Uh, John Newman says, "Evening, always got three questions. Will the Dildo Brothers sack Moyes if we're in Championship next season? Brackets if the remaining games are played." Sean. So if we go down, his boys out. Sorry, sorry, I had to take a call from my security guard. Apologies for that. So I missed that question. Yeah, telling the codes three five seven nine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was he was setting the alarm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say that. That's the only reason they ring, mate. Oh no, I'm in the game. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I remotely set it by by my phone. You see, oh, so you I got, can. Oh, I, I have that, a special yeah. app to set the alarm by my phone, and that's oh. why he's ringing me. Check you out. Security guard, special app for your phone. So, will the Dildo brothers sack Moyes if we're in the championship? No. Will Moyes, this is for all of us, do you think Moyes has any chance of being the success of West Ham? And if so, what does success under Moyes look like? Champion I, I, League? I don't think he will be very successful. I don't think he stands a chance, but I think success will be mid-table in his eyes and the club's eyes. <clears throat> Yeah, Champions League for me. Uh, success, I think. He, I've, if Moyes is, is left to it and, and he, he gets a chance and he can use the money wisely like he did at Everton, if we get the Everton, David Moyes, I think he could turn this into a top 10 team and that would be success for Moyes. If you're looking yeah, at where we are at the moment. Me too. Consistent top 10. Yeah. That's it. Uh, and he says, Nigel, how long do you think Sean will continue to be GSB out? Surely they'll start. Well, let's get this right. He's only no, no, the, I'm not GSB out. out. Oh, I'm clarifying. He's only B out for a start. Uh, he, he don't mind GNS. And I'm even wavering on that. Yeah, actually. yeah. So surely they'll start pulling his puppet <laughs> strings again soon. <laughs> and he seems like a great guy. Well, we're not joking now because he's just revealed that he's a bit wavering <laughs> like her hairstyle. I'm trying to build bridges again. No, and, you know yeah, what it is, mate. Is you're desperate for content, right? And now you realise you need to talk to her again and be a bit nice because you need something. I don't a bit think juicy. she's ready to uh, kiss and make up. No, though, if I'm honest, probably with you. not. Nick Harvey, evening, gents. Like without West Ham playing and disappointing us, owners keeping quiet. It's actually rather pleasant. Premier League still trying to wait to finish the season. When will they finally give up? And Claret and Spew still churning out non-stories. Is it time to lock down certain websites? What do you think, Sean? No. no. I agree, yeah. <laughs> we're still pulling in yeah. 20,000 punters a day. And, and while people are reading, we carry on fighting the good fight. Yeah. Brady out. Uh, Vincent Anthony Matthews, another one with three names, even though all of his three could be first names. Uh 
hypothetical, he says, would you rather scenario A, we magically return to Upton Park, but we never play top never play top flight of English football again and we just stick in the Premier Championship or League One or two. Uh but scenario two is remain at the Thunderdome, we never get relegated and get ten years of Champions League football. What do you want? <laughs> Not all at once, come on. The first one. Yeah, the second one. Third one. All right, well, yeah. I'll one take each. Scenario, I'll answer your question out of politeness, Vincent, because you took the time to, <laughs> to like, rock it and obviously think about it, unlike the others. So, obviously, scenario A, we magically return to Upson Park, but we don't ever play in the Premier League. That's what I'll do. And we'll I enjoyed the, the championship. I'll take that. Yeah. 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 So, Sean, we know he'd sell his grandmother to play Premier League football. Uh, Taffy Wallback is back because we posted early, obviously. Uh, L-O-U's lot, he says. Why don't the exactly. FA Premier League and UEFA just null and void next season? As that's an easier option. Yeah, that's not Play bad. this season when you can, then go straight into the Euros if there's enough time left to then play a Premier League North and a Premier League South with the winners of the respective leagues meeting for a playoff at the end. That's a good idea. That's not a bad idea, idea, actually. Yeah, let's do that. Taff. We should get Taff on the... um, You know there's a Premier... Ask him if he wants to do an article on Claret and Spew. Yeah, yeah, we'll ask him that. We? Uh, it's Clarence Hugh, by the way. There is a Premier League <laughs> chairman's meeting on Friday. Uh, that is by video conference. Maybe we should get Taff on that call. Yeah, <laughs> dear, dear. princessy there, Sean. It's Clarence and you, actually. The old character, actually, actually, actually. I was listening to my Greener Day record. Oh, yes. What the pop music? <laughs> We're going for music, music concert by Greener Day. <laughs> yeah. What are they called then? Are they a rock band? We we could do a special where we just get you to re- talk through old um, West Ham squads and name all the players. You did say that. You said you wanted uh, you you get you asked me to name certain, pronounce certain names and then yeah. laugh when I can't pronounce them. That's probably I'm sure why you that, could have some fun. Of that's probably like why that quiz names. was no good with you because it just spelt out players' names and you're like, what's that then? What's Who that? Yeah. Never heard of him. Yeah. Uh, Belinda Kikakis, evening pitch, right, she says. It's all a bit odd. <laughs> all right, cat. Uh, as this goes on longer and longer, <laughs> most people call her Bell, though. Uh, do you think the Premier League might rethink their position of finishing the season? There's a lot of talk about voiding the season now. Don't read Carrots and Huge. They're the people spinning that towel. Second one, how real were any of the transfer rumours? Again, don't read Carrots. We know they're making it up just for stories. I know some stories are just being recirculated, or are they? Oh, Oh. shocking. Is Uh, that Kat saying that? Yes. Uh, (laughs) P.S., she was watching the pay it goals on Twitter for his birthday, and oh my god, I miss going to Upton Park. I've gone off cat after that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick Stanley says, "How much wood would a woodchuck a chuck if a woodchuck could chuck Karen Brady?" Seven. That'd be a lot of wood to chuck, actually. If he was woodchucking Karen Brady, seven and a half. All right. Is that there it? You go. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We've got to fill two minutes now to, to get us to the hour. We don't um, really. We could just say goodbye. We could, but predictions. predictions. <laughs> so what I'm going <laughs> to predict, we'll be doing this again next week. Yes. Scrambling around trying to find something to talk uh, about. My prediction, what I want you to predict is how many minutes next, next week's podcast will last. Nigel. Uh, Yes, I think we'll be able to drag it out. We'll, we'll think of something. Perhaps we need to organise something. And not you. Um, All right. 60 minutes. All right. George. 
I'll go for an hour as well because I'll go 61 minutes. Okay. John. 48 minutes. And I'll go for three and a half hours. I have been. I think you got your hours and minutes mixed up. <laughs> I've been Sean. I'll leave you and Nigel to do that one. Uh, I've been Sean. George has been. George, just about. Nigel has been. Uh, Nigel. And John has been. Still here. Still here. Come on, you irons. Bye. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Where's your next history podcast, Nigel? Bobby oh, Moore. This week. More than just a podcast. Uh, depending on um, lining it up. It's all ready to go. We just got to uh, get well soon. Wankers. Fucking embarrassing. Waste of our time. Fucking waste of our time. Cool, that's apps for this week.